Hey everybody, I'm Theresephine Millies, and this is Ninth Arcana, a tarot podcast. Today, we are talking about the Queen of Pentacles. So to actually look at the cards, you can either Google them, or you can go to my Instagram, which the last episodes I kept saying Ninth Arcana podcast, but I have four Instagrams and it's too much. So I'm just putting it on my Instagram, my artist page, which is queen.of.marigold at Instagram. And each time I put out an episode, I'm putting out the album art on that Instagram. And if you're on Spotify, you can go through the show notes and you can see it there. Some podcasts, it shows up as you're looking at it. Mine doesn't for some reason. But if you look at the actual like episode, you'll see them there. Because obviously it helps to actually look at the thing that I'm talking about. Today, we're talking about the Queen of Pentacles. Um, my deck that I've been reading with for years at festivals, it's missing 14 cards. Because I have no idea why I put the court cards that I took out so I didn't have to read them. Today I have a queen in front of me. Queens are also called mothers in some of these decks, which two that I have in front of me are these decks. So it immediately gives you something. What's a mother? What's your mother like? What are you like as a mother? What's the through line between mothers and queens? What does a queen signify to you? Is it regal or royal or is it oppression and colonialism? Queen Elizabeth just died in September, so there's a queen fresh on our minds already. Little Red Tarot says that she sees the queens as older, wiser figures who understand life on a deep level, which makes me think of the crone, obviously, the maiden, the mother, and the crone. Pentacles is something that I do know about. Of the four suits, swords, wands, cups, and pentacles, it's the one that's talking about money, obviously, because it's a coin. That's not like a big leap. It used to be called coins. It used to be called discs. Um, pentacles didn't become the name of that thing until the Golden Dawn's influence. So it's money. It's things that exist in our lives. Money is a symbol for our lives because we live in a capitalistic society. It really means our actual life. If you don't have money, you die. So pentacles is your house, your car, your career, it's your cash. Dictionary.com says that a pentacle is a talisman or magical object typically disc-shaped and inscribed with a pentagram or other figure used as a symbol of the element of earth, also called a pentagram, which is a five-pointed star that is formed by drawing a continuous line in five straight segments, often used as a mystic or magical symbol. It wasn't until the golden dawn that they switched it to pentacles from coins or discs. It's interesting to me that, the, that a magical symbol was selected to be used to signify material things. In my mind, earth is things that just happen. Like it's this plane of existence. It's not your dreams or your fears or your hopes or your art. It's your literal day-to-day -day life. It's today. The queen is the female leader of this kingdom of earth. So let's see what she's got for us. First deck is the Aquarian, roses. Roses do mean something to me. I have two rose tattoos, four roses on my body in total. My grandmother and two of my aunts had rose tattoos. They symbolize the very strong matriarchy in my family. 
I grew up surrounded by women who know how to pick out the right shade of lipstick and throw a punch. My image of femininity is extremely strong. It's very decisive and it's very, it's for your own good. It's pretty second wave. So I know that when I see a rose, my grandmother is there. I know it means secrecy. It means keeping your cards close to your chest. It's keeping grudges in the back of your head in case you're proven right again. But if that person needs something, you are going to show up and help. Even if just to say 10 years from now that you were there and you showed up and helped, but you still helped. It's super complicated. I could go on for hours about this dynamic, but I know roses for me have a very strong symbolism. It's a strong feeling of natural strength and force of love, but not much empathy. And it's my strongest symbol in my life. In the card, the sky is yellow, which is confidence. She has a gold crown and a green veil. Green's the color of the heart. Her robe is red. Her shirt is pink. That's compassion within power. She's on a throne with what looks like pears, a goat head, and a rabbit. Fruit is always going to be sustenance and abundance. It means the harvest is coming. The goat head makes me think about Baphomet. I'm sure you've seen the satanic goat head guy. From Wikipedia. Baphomet is a deity allegedly worshipped by the Knights Templar that became incorporated into various occult and Western esoteric traditions. The name Baphomet appeared in a trial transcript for the Inquisition of the Knights Templar starting in 1307. Baphomet is a symbol of balance. Balance. Not evil. Not Satan. Balance. In various occult and mystical traditions, since 1856, the name Baphomet has been associated with a sabbatic goat, image drawn by Eliphas Levi. It's composed of binary elements representing the symbolization of the equilibrium of opposites, half human, half animal, male and female, good and evil. Levi's intention was to symbolize this concept of balance, with Baphomet representing the goal of perfect social order. That's something we can unpack. <laughs> the symbol of Satanism is actually a symbol of balance associated with the Sabbath. And it's also non-binary. And that's evil. Connections made. So this goes right with my roses. And then rabbits. That's easy. I wasn't raised religious, so I just default to the United States symbolism of Easter and spring in abundance. So the head on her throne is now balance. Her orange shoes mean creation. There's water and mountains in the background, which drives home the balance feeling. You know, water, mountains, both. She's gazing lovingly at her pentacle in her hands as if it is her child. The weightsmith is basically exactly the same. The picture is just muddy to me. Her expression is less doting and more protective or worried. Her shirt's white instead of pink. The Morgan Greer is the profile of a confident woman. Her crown is sharp. Her green veil is beaded and decorated. It's also orange under the green. That's heart and creation. She has a red dress and a golden tunic that looks like armor. She's resting her hands on the pentacle. The mountains are still blue, which means that speaking your truth or standing up for yourself could be a journey with pitfalls and plateaus. It's not always an upward battle. There are acorns and oak leaves, 
which is more wisdom and strength and abundance. She's just a really strong lady. And acorns mean something to me because the house that my husband and I bought that our kids were really small in, we had a huge oak tree in the front yard. So acorns are always going to make me think of my babies when they were little. Symbolism of warmth and growth and family. It's hearth. In the mystic tarot, this woman is facing us, showing us her pentacle and her grapes. Her stance is very similar to the Hierophant, which I won't super get into, but it's interesting because the Hierophant is called the Pope. Her orange gown is similar to the brown in the Morgan Greer. Orange is creation or creativity. It's the sacral chakra over your womb if you're a woman. She even has auburn hair. The goat heads are now cows, and there are cows in the background with the rolling hills. Cows make me think about the golden calf and false idols which may have nothing to do with it. It just always pops in my head. But it's also like dairy land and like the heartland of America. And, you know, milk's supposed to be good for you. I Google grapes and it says on a site about biblical plants that the grape harvest and the wine press are associated with judgment in Genesis, which is interesting. The wild unknown has a very aware deer with her sleeping fawn. She's on the lookout. So this one time I drove three hours with two friends to meet a group of people to drink ayahuasca in a huge living room. The night was super intense. It was very much a nightmare journey. It's a really long story. But before I got into the house, I was walking around this super high income neighborhood, these huge houses with wooded areas between them. Two houses over, there was this dense area and I saw five deer. They were they were huge. They were really close and they were big. And before I went back to the house, I looked up the symbolism of deer. And what stuck with me is gentleness. So right before this experience where I felt death, the deers told me that being gentle is an option. So that's what deer will always be to me. Permission to take it slow and soft or a reminder, not even permission, which just reminds me of the postpartum time when you hopefully can spend a couple weeks in bed snuggling your baby. If you are a human that gave birth to children, there is a time where your body is healing and you're becoming a parent. And it's a very metaphysical, like weird in between the dimensions time. And that's sort of the feeling that you get out of this deer. Line Strider. She kind of looks like a pinup. She has a pointy crown and she's holding a rabbit. She has a tattoo on her arm. I'm sure that the guidebook says what these flowers are, but I, I can't tell. There's purple around her and purple is the color of mystery and magic and unknown. And for the mother of earth or the queen of earth, it's interesting that there's mystery and magic and unknown around her. In the Holly Simple Tarot, she drew a snake with her eyes closed around her eggs. Protection. It looks like she's meditating and manifesting how strong her children will be. More magic and earth. The Luna Soul. In this deck, the pentacles are discs. They're singular and cylindrical. She has a white robe, there are fish, there are deer, there are fox, there's bats, there's butterflies. She's the queen of nature. Her pointy crown is now purple flowers. The fox is tricky and cunning, but he has bandage over his legs, so maybe he's slowing down. 
and he's just enjoying some pets from the queen instead of being a sneak. Butterflies are transformation. Bats are death and rebirth. They're the guardians of the sky. They live in the belly of the mother of the earth. She's on a throne created by the tree, which is connected to the sky and to the ground. She is much more connected to the earth than the other cards. She's less royal and more everyday earth mother. There are many different aspects to these cards. She's the mother of the earth. So what is earth? What would a mother be? I like that one artist chose a snake and the other chose a deer because there's so much balance needed in being a mom or a caretaker of people or of things. Living in this plane of existence, we have to take it all. There's the death-birth cycle, the love-trauma cycle. But something I didn't notice before is how much metaphysical is tied up in the queen, even though she's an earth element. Now, how much of our lives do we have control over? How much do we see? What other dimensions are right next to us that we can't comprehend? There's so many things that we just can't see, like germs. We know they exist, but our eyeballs can't see them. What else can't we see? which is part of our earth realm. I don't know. Go on on rants. So what do you guys think of the Queen of Pentacles? Am I totally off base? Do you have something to add? Is there a card? Here's the other thing. Is there a deck and a card that is like the definitive Queen of Pentacles for you? If it is, let me know. Hit me up on pod page, Ninth Arcana Podcast. Or on my Instagram, Queen of Marigold. You can send me a message there. If you do, if you answer my questions, I'm going to screenshot you and put you up in my stories. Next episode, we're going to get into a scary card, the Three of Swords. Till then, go pull some cards. Bye. Ninth Arcana is created, written, produced, and edited by me, Teresa Fien Millies. Thank you for listening.